Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to African Brand Academy Podcast, your top number one African podcast on brand development and digital transformation, giving you insight and effective strategies to grow, scale, and promote your brand. Here are your hosts, Sharon Afrik and Ejiro Akbobome. Hey guys, good day and welcome to another episode of the Brand Academy Podcast. I'm so glad to have you guys here. Today's episode is more pertaining to the business-inclined brands. And today we'll be talking about differentiating between the main brand and sub-brands. What they are, how they can affect your business in a positive or negative way. What the benefits are for having these levels of branding. I'll also be answering some questions from our community pertaining to these two topics. There are three different levels of branding. There is the corporate brand, which is like the Nike and the Dell. These brands are used across all the company activities. And the brand name is how they are known to their customers, their employees, their shareholders, their partners, and their suppliers. These brands may also be used in conjunction with product descriptions or sub-brands like Nike Air or Dell Inspiron. The corporate brand is the umbrella of any other product or sub-brand that is going to be coming from under the brand. We'll talk more about it as we go on. The second one is the endorsed brand or the sub-brand, right? For example, you have the Residence Inn by Marriott or the Sony PlayStation or the Apple iPhone. These are sub-brands under the parent brands and these brands include a parent brand as an endorsement to a sub-brand or a product brand, right? This endorsement is actually intended to add credibility to the endorsed sub-brand in the eyes of the market. These sub-brands can also be used to improve and increase the reach of the apparent brands so sometimes we even see in the industry that some sub brands become really successful and the company now majors more or put more resources on those sub brands to improve their image and their revenue so what does it mean for a brand or a company to have sub brands right a sub brand like i said is a brand within a brand Right? A sub-brand uses a name, a unique name for a product and service that can develop its own brand. Mostly, they have their own customer expectation, their own personality, they are different from the parent brand a bit. And sub-brands can be a powerful tool for marketers because of this effect. For instance, now if you look at Lexus by uh, Toyota, Toyota has other sub-brands like uh, Isuza, something like that also, and they have the normal Perus and which have other products like Corolla and the rest of them. That's what sub-brand is like. Sub-brand is when you say Apple as the main brand and you have the Apple iPad, the Apple iPhone, the Apple um, Apple Home and you have the Apple, Apple MacBook. So all those ones are sub-brands under the main Apple brand. Then when you now talk about the third level is the individual product brands. Now these individual product brands are those brands that are under the sub-brands. For instance, under an Apple iPhone, you're going to see iPhone 12, iPhone 11, uh, and so on and so forth. And under the MacBook, you see MacBook Pro, MacBook Air, all those kind of things. Those are individual product brands that most times exist under the sub-brands. Because for each sub-brands now, for instance, you're going to see products under them. So those are what we call the individual brands. For example, Coca-Cola Sprite. 
And the individual brands are presented to consumers and the corporate name is given little or no visibility. For instance, you see that the individual brands, when you say the Apple iPhone, for instance, you don't just buy the Apple iPhone, you buy a product under the Apple iPhone, you buy the iPhone 12 and iPhone 13. These are what is being handed to you as a consumer. So there are three levels of branding, which is the corporate brand, the sub brands, and the individual product brands. So they follow the architecture. And... Someone asks that, okay, how do I distinguish the sub-brands from the parent brand most times? To be honest, some people don't even, some people don't say no that Lexus is owned by Toyota. <laughs> to be honest, I have literally met people who say that they don't know that Lexus has been owned by Toyota. Right? But you need to understand that sub-brands, if you're building your, if you say, okay, as a company, you want to branch in and get other sub-brands to reach new markets that you haven't reached as a company, as, as a corporate brand, that is where sub-brands come in. Sub-brands come from parent brands to reach new audience, to reach new markets. Because you see the Lexus, the Lexus car, for instance, the Lexus Jeep, they have this uh, audience for people that love luxury or they are interested in luxury. The attributes of sub-brands are distinct as much as they are related to the building brand, right? Because they operate under, yes, they operate under the brand standards, the umbrella standard, the corporate brand standard, they operate under them. Sometimes they have the same logo, sometimes they don't, sometimes they have the same colors, sometimes they don't. But although they can be independent, but they must align with the brand to some extent whether by the brand values and everything because whatever you're using, whether you're using Toyota Hilux or you're using Toyota um, the Lexus or you're using um, Isuza, one thing is for sure, you're sure of reliability, you're sure of quality. And that's what they are known for. When you use an Apple iPhone or an Apple iPad, one thing you're sure for is the simplicity that Apple brings as a parent brand. One thing you're sure of is the style that Apple brings into the market and the innovation and the simplicity no matter how you want to create a sub-brand for your company, you must make sure that they must align with the parent brand to some extent. So sub-brands help reach like new markets, yes, and they reach new market segments that the parent brands cannot sometimes reach. If Toyota wanted to go for luxury cars, they wouldn't be able to do it because they have tried to make the parents uh, affordable and reachable for the people who need them for everyday driving, for the everyday consumer. So that is where sub-brands come in. If you want to launch into a new market, you say, hey, how do I launch the new market without undermining my values as a company or the objectives of the parent brand? That is where your sub-brand come in. So your sub-brand products or services may not take the same amount of resources that your company product take, your primary product or your company product take. But a customer base that trusts a parent brand is still likely to choose to still buy from the sub-brand. There are other laptops in the market, but some people still choose Apple or MacBook. If Apple comes out with a new, pro- a new gadget or a new product now, there's a very likely possibility that their audience, even without even knowing the functionality most times of that brand, will still want to try it out because they have built trust in that brand. So that is mostly how you can make your sub-brand to be a success. You have to make sure you have the trust of your audience as a parent brand. As a company, you can create a sub-brand if you need to explore an idea that might not fit your company's corporate objective. So you can use the sub-brand strategy goes around trying to reach new market, trying to test out if a product could really work in the market and not affecting your corporate brand, the, the umbrella brand as a whole, the premium brand. So you use a sub-brand to test that market out to see, okay, will this work or will it not work? Huh? With sub-brands, you'll be at liberty to explore new avenues for revenue ideas and help you go beyond your initial portfolio, no matter the brand architecture you choose. But always ensure that you stay connected to your parent brand. And then um, Maxwell asked me if a sub-brand can become stronger than the parent brand. Well, 
I won't say stronger, but I will say more successful because successful sub brands can can build positive perception and increase the exposure of the parent brand itself. That's why I say it cannot possibly be that okay, this one is going to be this one is going to be more stronger, but it can be successful. It can it can actually get to its objective and actually bring exposure to the parent brand and establish the brand loyalty and trust that even other sub brands or, or products could not do. Likewise, it's customers who trust the corporate brand are more likely to try the new product under the main brand. Anytime that any of these big companies debut a new product or service, they capitalize on the goodwill of their corporate brand, which creates trust in this product or services that they are bringing to the market. So there's almost a 100% possibility that their audience base already will be able to trust the new sub-brand. So, but not that there is a difference between sub-brand and uh, brand extension. I want to just talk a, a little briefly on this. Brand extensions are like additions to a ranged market under an already established name. If Apple decides to leave the gadget part and say they want to start, uh, say, going to agric, right? Going to agric or something. Now that they are extending the brand. Brand extension can either make or, or break the brand. But to dive further into brand extension, see, brand extension is like a marketing strategy. But when a brand in one category extends itself to another category. So let's exchange that category with industry. So you're in one industry and you want to extend to another industry and see how it goes. Then that's brand extension. Oftentimes, this occurs when a brand achieves success. So, that for instance, uh, let's take a look at uh, Dangote. Dangote has sub- subsidiaries in oil and gas, in agriculture, in construction. We have the Dangote cement, we have Dangote salt, Dangote seasoning, we have Dangote sugar, we have Dangote oil and gas. We even just opened a refinery recently in Nigeria. So, now that's the brand extension. So, if you ask me, I feel like before you start thinking of adding some brands to your strategy, First, make sure as a parent brand, you have been able to build trust with your audience and a community that supports you, that trusts you, and that are loyal to you before you start thinking of creating different sub-brands. So for instance, there's Gillette Razors and Shaving Supplies. We all knew Gillette from the way back as Razor Company and Shaving Stick. But then now Gillette's extension into making shaving products alongside with safety razor blades was a smart move. Why? Okay, can you imagine someone having to shave without using shaving cream or foam or gel. So Gillette came into the market and be like, okay, let me create all these things and put it under my brand so that even when you're just, since you already trust our razors and shaving sticks are good, okay, let's create a Gillette foam, Gillette shaving cream. So it was almost a necessity for Gillette to produce this complimentary goods for its flagship product. One of the biggest issues I see with sub brand is the lack of investment that company make in supporting that brand because they are more concerned with the parent brand. Building and maintaining a sub-brand requires uh, additional budget and marketing to promote that brand. Sometimes that means even taking investment and attention from the corporate brand, which can weaken both brands. But a sub-brand should be cost-justified in that it requires little investment to establish or the sub-brand in business is large enough to provide resources until the sub-brand business is large enough to provide resources needed for its own development. Okay? Um, let me wrap up with some examples of parent brands with their sub-brands. So, like I said, we had um, Nike, and under Nike, we have the Converse, we had Jordan, the Air Max, and you can see that most of the, these three brands talk to different audiences. Converse is more of the youth, um, laid-back kind of vibe. Jordan is more sporty, you know, because of the story that goes around the brand. And you have the Nike Air Max which is like a fashion statement, you know? So you just know that when it comes to 
sub brands it's more about entering a niche market that's what i want you to understand these are some of the examples that you can see around you to help you understand what a parent brand and a sub brand has to offer and how these strategies can help you improve or promote your parent brand because like i said in the beginning these strategies could either break you or make your brand so in conclusion here the decision of whether or not you should pursue sub-branding strategy is unique to the company and its objective and the desired outcome that you're looking to get. But a sub-brand could possibly not work for all types of brand. That's what I want you to understand. Like I said, it's mostly even when it comes to product brand, you see the bit, just a very little bit in service brands. So the key to the decision should be anchored in the business objective of the company and thoughtful consideration based on the pros and cons. Somebody is not a new is not a new concept anyways. Over the years, countless iconic corporations have found new ways to spread awareness and go global through brand extension and child companies. However, it's crucial to remember that the sub-brand strategy won't work for everyone. The idea of investing in brand architecture is that you find a way to simplify and clarify your strategy for growth. The more you know about where you want to go and what you want to accomplish in long term, the easier it will be to determine where you need to create a new brand, a new product line, or a sub-brand. Ultimately, building a sustainable brand architecture is a simple process. After all, that's one of the reasons why companies like Divine Agency exist, to help organizations figure out how and where they need to grow and which parts they need to take for transformation. Where do I go from here? I understand the fact that there's the main brand, there's this and there's that. But when should I implement having a sub-brand? What should I do? How do I go about it? How do the strategies that we spoke about, how do I put them in play? Okay, first of all, what are the things you're thinking about? Which market, new markets do you want to enter as a new brand? Think about that. Think about how successful your parent brand is and how much audience you have already. And if this audience trusts you enough to get any product that comes out from your parent brand, when you can analyze that and analyze if that actually that market is actually in need of a new product and your brand will be able to help and cater for that need, that's the first part. If your answers are yes to all of these things, then the next step is, okay, how do I build a strategy? How do I implement? Then that's when you should call up brand developer or brand strategist to help you implement those strategies to your brand. If you don't know how to start, you don't know where to start, you can message us at Academy at gmail.com. We'll be happy to help. You can also reach our supporter for this podcast, Divan Agency, at divan.com.ng. And they are a brand agency, so they will be able to put you through, through the whole process. Thank you for joining me this week. I'll be back next week with more information. So have a great week ahead, and God bless you, and I'll see you again next week. Subscribe if you haven't subscribed. Follow if you haven't followed, you can show some love. We want to get to feel your two cents. So just drop a review, subscribe to our channel, and stay tuned. Join the conversation, join our social media channels. All of them are linked in the podcast description. So join the communities. In our community, we talk every day. So even if we come here and talk once in a week, in our community, we talk every day. And if you're into Clubhouse, we would love to have you there. Okay, so I'm thinking of adding a new segment to the show 
which is uh, Ask Sharon. So if you have a question pertaining to branding or business development, you can email us at africanbrandacademy at gmail.com or message us on any of the social media platforms or social media communities and I will be able to answer you on the next episode. It could be your question and even if I'm not able to answer you here directly, I'd make sure to answer you in the communities. And this is Sharon Alfred saying ciao, take care.